Alright guys, welcome back to episode 3 of uh, Salt and Sugar. Um, we're, oh, <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a staple of the show, is me t- <laughs> playing tug of war with Nala. <laughs> but um, uh, we got some more things that we're going to be talking about in this episode. Um, and uh, should be should be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, oh, nope. Rico, go over there. They they like to hump each other. Yeah, but the moment the camera... The camera, they yeah. They want that action. Exactly. Before we started rolling, they were fine. Totally, they were chilling. Like, chilling, laying down. Like, they, they think this is a different kind of show. It's not that kind of show. Go over there. Oh, oh that was not <laughs> Whoops. Okay. Alright, so, uh, I'll let you get started, ladies, first. Uh, this is from the Ask Women Reddit column category. What do you call it? I don't even know what you call it. Uh, subreddit. Subreddit. Uh, women, how do you deal? How do you deal with feeling not pretty and not wanted because there are prettier people out there? That's an easy one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're it like, is. I don't know how to <laughs> I don't know how to answer this. Cover up the mirror. <laughs> um so every single person on this planet has self doubt. Whether it's in looks or their personality or in their work, Rico. in their education, in their family, self doubt is unescapable. So I feel like regardless of the pretty or not pretty, you're feeling like you're not, you're not confident in yourself, right? This is really about confidence. Um, you're like, oh, there's, there's always prettier people out there. Yeah, there's also richer people out there. There's more privileged people out yeah. there. Like everyone, there's always going to be a grass is always greener situation. Like every, in any, any scenario you think of, you're never going to be top of the hill what you want to be. There's always going to be someone that's better. So it's finding the person or the people in your life that you can surround yourself with that will make you feel good about yourself, regardless of where you stand on the, on, in the food chain. Like if you're like, you know, very low confidence, you don't think good of yourself, you think you're not making enough money or you don't have the best education or you don't have the best clothes or you don't have the best looks or whatever you're thinking hang out with people in your life that make you feel like you're enough mm-hmm. basically and it's hard to find those kinds of people but they're out there and they tend to be the people that are more humble because they realize that that like looks aren't everything or clothes aren't everything or money's not everything it's the quality that you have between each other, the conversations you have, the intellect that you share, and the likes and dislikes that you have that you can agree on that matter most, mm. not how you look. That's true. I think my answer was easier. Just cover <laughs> your mirror. <laughs> no, I agree. As a guy, um, we deal with our insecurities a little bit differently. Like, but the core of it i think is the same like there's um sometimes i feel men that ripping is nala tearing apart a teddy bear yep so i'm sorry (laughs) 
I feel like sometimes uh, guys are a little bit more materialistic when it comes to their confidence level. Like, um, I think they're more worried about like the money they make, the, the car they drive, exactly. the clothes they wear. It's a little bit more materialistic than physical. Like a lot of the times you'll see someone that might not be the most attractive dude, but is still confident in himself physically, but maybe he's not confident in himself materialistically. Like mm -hmm. he might not have the best clothes. So he is subconscious about what he's wearing instead of how he actually looks. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big difference. But the core idea is the same. There's always going to be someone with like better shoes or prettier hair you know like it just kind of depends on like it, it just being happy with what you got and making the most of what you got whether physically or materialistic because something that i think i mentioned to you this past week was i saw a post from like some celebrity i forget who it was but they they mentioned something about like not feeling enough or something. Do you remember I mentioned to you? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like, isn't that crazy that, that you think that money solves all your yeah. problems, but here's this person that probably has not a single worry financially or they could buy any clothes they want or whatever, right? But they still feel like they're not enough or like they're not. Who was that? I don't remember who it was. But I remember you mentioning that though. If they feel like that, you know, yeah, it that should tell you that it's a completely normal human thing to feel. To feel, because and I know sometimes those people get a lot of flack for that. They're like, oh well, if I were in your situation, I would not feel You're that so way. So much happier. Yeah, but that's no. not true. You're human. You're. <laughs> you find something to be sad about. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Yeah. I think you find something to not feel grateful for. <laughs> like you find something to. Yeah. Feel like you don't have enough of like, something. You're like, always chasing. You're always chasing like, the next thing. Exactly, and yeah. I think, like, the people that say that. Like if they if the roles were switched, it would be the exact same thing. All of a sudden, you might they might one of your problems might have been taken care of. Say it's the money. Um, but now you have like now, friendship and family issues because you have all this exactly. money and they're expecting things of you. And oh, I think that's what it was yeah. relating to, right? Like a friendship. Yeah. Like I think that's what the post. They was didn't have genuine to. friends. Yeah. Like everyone like was chasing after them for their money and yeah, stuff. Yeah, which is the thing that happens. Yeah. So I think just focus, kind of like you said. Just focus on, like the people you, the do, people have, you do have, and the and the people have. that you do have. Make sure that they're able to make you feel like you're enough. If you're around people that are always like, "Oh, I have this, I have that, I look like this, I look like that," or "I'm gonna go do this and not care about if you can afford it or not," or whatever, like, don't have people like that in your life that make you self doubt because then that's just gonna cause more self doubt. Yeah. Have the people in your life that are like. Um, yeah, I do that too. Yeah, I want to do that too. Oh, money's tight for me too. Let's do this instead. Like people that you relate to on a financial level, on a physical level, where you can connect more and have a relationship that's not based off of those things, but it's based off of the connection and the quality that you have between each other. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Next. Oh, you told me for me. Okay, so the next one comes from uh, r slash askmen, posted by u slash npc1990. 
Uh, guys that have been cheated on, how did you get over it and were you insecure from it? Um, so this is a good question because I feel like men or guys in general don't really talk about this. Like, It's more of like the female perspective, like, oh, I always get cheated on, blah, blah. Yeah. Guys don't really talk about getting cheated on. We don't really talk about it because it is a point of insecurity, and I think it's a point of insecurity a lot of the times from maybe... Well, one, men aren't as communicative with each other uh, as girls are. Like, I don't go to a friend's house and just randomly say, like, man... I'm feeling down because this girl ain't talking to me, you know? And a lot of the times, too, the conversation, if that was to happen, the 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 conversation is very, um, like, oh, man, you don't need that girl. Like, forget about her. Like, let's it's go. It, yeah, it's, like, very, like, get your mind off of it kind of a thing. So that I guess that answers part of the question is you kind of get over it by avoiding it. Which is not necessarily healthy. <laughs> um, I think it's very common for men to utilize avoidance in a lot of situations. But um, I would say there, most people have um, uh, have a friend that they can actually talk to, whether it be a girl or a guy, that I think can help in confiding in them. You know, like I've been on that end of the stick where I've gotten cheated on before. And so it's not the healthiest thing to do the regular thing of avoiding and stuff. It's always good to actually talk about it and let it out. Even if it's just as like um, kind of like sometimes guys tend to like do that thing they said like, oh, come on, you're, you're like better without her. That's still some type of reassurance. So I think the number one thing would be not to do it alone. And uh, as to the insecurities, that's just something that you have to work with at any point, you know? Like if, it, if you guys broke up because she started dating someone more attractive than, than you, um, that's not a thing that you have control over I would say so it's not something that you should dwell with because if they cheated on you it's more than likely not because of you necessarily there might be some or there is obviously some situations like if you were just a huge dick you know and like they they saw the way out by cheating or something that can be a situation like that but for the most part if you genuinely were nice to them had a good relationship per se on your end it's more likely not because uh of you directly you know it might be the other person didn't feel attracted to you anymore for one reason or another and you just got to find someone that does feel attracted to you or might accept your flaws and stuff like that i think um, I think it's also important that you communicate, like you create or you foster uh, a good communication um, environment with your partner so that that doesn't happen. Because I feel like a lot of the times cheating also happens because something was missing. 
and you might have not been providing that or at least the other person felt like you might have not been providing it so then they saw fit look to for just that elsewhere. look for that somewhere else. Yeah. So most of the time it's it's not necessarily because of you. So I wouldn't feel insecure about it. And if if it if they said something that made you feel insecure, like if they were like, "Oh, you like fat pig or something." <laughs> like I don't know, you know, whatever they pointed out, I I wouldn't mull over it too much. Sometimes people just say things to do damage, but don't necessarily mean it at the, and after the fact. Yep. Your thoughts as a woman? I agree. Um, as a woman, like they're being like being cheated on, obviously sucks, and being insecure about it is gonna happen, um, regardless if you like try to avoid it or like not um, kind of face it, but. You can conquer those insecurities eventually through time, through meeting the right people, talking to the right people, having the right relationships in your life. That's not even, that they don't even have to be romantic. It's like friendships too. Um, when you realize that cheaters are just insecure in themselves and the reason why they cheat is like, I agree with you, because of their own insecurities or their own reasonings. Um, you kind of realize that like that it w just wasn't meant to be or it was um something that like just happened and because those happen too yeah where you just don't think and then that happens and then you regret it and then you want to be with the person anyways and it's like no like the uh the ability to forgive cheating should be talked about as well but just focusing just focusing on being cheated on and not being insecure about it it's going to come with it because obviously you're going to think, well, I could have done this better. Why did they think they had to get it from someone else if they were getting it from me? Blah, 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 blah. But I agree with you 100% that like it's communication mm -hmm. because a lot of the time it's like, oh, I didn't feel like you saw me. I didn't feel like you paid attention to me. That was Rico. <laughs> <laughs> Earthquake. <laughs> um, I didn't feel like... Uh, you loved me um, anymore or I didn't feel um, like you paid attention to me anymore like all those reasons are behind oh I looked for something else somewhere else because you weren't giving me blah 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 their own insecurities their own communication issues if they were to talk to you about that and they were to say hey I feel like you don't see me um, but yeah so at the end of the day like the insecurity that comes with it is something that you need to just control yourself like it's something you need to look at yourself and you can help fix that through the people in your life and through the next romantic relationship you do have especially if it's a healthy one if it's an unhealthy one that insecurity will grow obviously because you're not feeding it good things like you're feeding yourself negativity you're feeding yourself control issues and all those things but when you have a good relationship good communication and you're able to discuss those injuries because everyone has those past injuries with past relationships that you can heal from by talking to your partner that's where you'll start to lose those insecurities and you'll start to gain that kind of freedom that lift of um perspective of seeing oh that wasn't my fault or oh i it wasn't just me it was both of us you know i think that's a good point the before we we move on to the next thing is at most of the time both parties had some fault in it so i think it's a good 
point to kind of analyze, okay, what could I have done better? What could they have done better? How could have, how could we have fixed that so that it didn't lead to this? Because, um, even in relationships where it doesn't end in cheating, you can go from that one bad relationship to another one, to another one, to another one, because you never actually stop to analyze and see what went wrong. Yeah. Like actually truly being able to look inside of yourself as well and be like, hey, you know what? I was not paying attention to them as much as I should have. And that's probably why this happened or or and not that that makes it better right like the other no, person still reasoning prevents yeah. insecurity it's more exactly. of a reason you have something to fix instead of insecurity thinking oh it's just me yeah. i can't fix anything about me it, you're thinking about the reasons and what your actions were yeah. can change yeah and i think working on yourself as well before you like that part is very important mm -hmm. self-analyzing analyzing the relationship and kind of addressing the issue, evaluating, evaluating yourself. yourself. Yeah, uh, that um, is a good thing to do because it prevents you from carrying that insecurity or that problem over to, to next the next relationship. Because then you end up building up that string, and then at that point you like end up depressed and broken and. You know, or you end up being the controller. Or, yeah, or you, if the sides flip, you know, you're so untrusting of that other person because you never fixed the core issue, issues. then then you become the cheater, you know? You're like, okay, well, I'm going to do it to you before you do it to them. Yep. So, yeah, it's important to, to communicate, self-evaluate, and make sure that you can take ownership of whatever it is that you did wrong. Cause that's, and try to make changes. Yeah, exactly. All right. You can say it. Next. Okay, so this one comes uh, from now the r slash relationship advice, and it is posted by uh, Akari, you slash Akari20. Uh, and it says, my boyfriend, 26 male, is meeting up with an old school friend, 25 female, on Valentine's Day. Uh, we have been in a relationship for three and a half years now, and to be honest, never really celebrated Valentine's Day before. It was not something too important for me, uh, even though I'd sometimes still wish he'd bring me flowers. Haha. <laughs> anyway, he started talking with his old school friend from his school old school friend of his from fifty years ago. Only God knows why the heck he texted her. They share the same love for Marvel and DC, something I am not really into. Now they came up with an idea to meet up on Valentine's Day. He even reserved a table in some restaurant for them. When I saw the reservation, he we share an email account and the email with the reservation popped up. <laughs> like you're already looking at me. I was so happy thinking we'd go out. Oh, I see. <laughs> I was so happy thinking we'd go out just for my hopes being crushed as he announced he'll go with a school friend of his. I know he can have female friends, but why does this still hurt so much? I don't know. Maybe I'm just over. Maybe I just overreact. Edit. I confronted him about it after I went for a walk and get my thoughts sorted out. He kept calling me. Oh, there he goes protecting. Um, he kept telling me it was just a friend, and even if he'd end up having feelings for her, we'd find a solution. That's a weird thing to say. 
My solution to it was ending the relationship. I'm worth more than that and deserve better. I'm better off being single and enjoying my life. Thank you. Thank y'all for also opening my eyes and help me understand that I am not just overreacting. I hope for a better guy who comes that comes to takes me out on V days. It hurts a lot right now though, but I try to be positive. That's all it's going that all is going to get better soon. So it looks like they uh, she already kind of resolved it, but I think it's still a good situation to yeah, to talk about. Uh you can go first. I saw you had quite a bit of reactions. So she kind of came to the conclusion that she was supposed to, like, which is good, that you're worth more than how he's treating you. But I think a main miscommunication that I already literally see happening is that she said, we've never really celebrated Valentine's Day. It's not that big of a deal to me, but I'd like flowers every now and again. Guys don't understand the but. <laughs> Not the butt, butt, but the butt. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand so, the butt. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like, guys don't I'm understand the meaning behind your words. You have to blatantly tell them what you want. So when you say... Oh, I don't mind not celebrating Valentine's Day. I could get flowers every now and again, but I don't really care about Valentine's Day. Guys here, oh, I don't care about Valentine's Day. We don't have to celebrate. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) That's so true. And so, but if you're like, oh, inside you're like, it would be nice to get flowers every now and again. And you don't want to have to ask for them because that's always the biggest problem is women are like, well, if I ask for them, it takes the meaning behind it. Yeah. Right? But at the end of the day, when you tell your man... I want to get flowers on Valentine's Day because it makes me feel special or it makes me feel this, makes me feel that, blah, 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 blah. I don't want you to go crazy. I just want something small. Leave it up to him to make that choice of what that is. He's going to show you how he loves you in those small ways. And that's how that can all be avoided. Yeah. The, but the fact true. that you're saying, you're saying, oh, I don't care about Valentine's Day that much, but I'd like to get flowers. Guys don't understand that. Like, you have to tell them what you want directly so that they know what to give you so you don't have your feelings get hurt. Because guys don't look in between the lines for shit like that. Sorry. But, like, with when it comes to, like, Valentine's Day specifically, a lot of these women out here are like, oh, I told him that he shouldn't do anything, but... And then he didn't do anything. So I'm I'm kind of hurt now. And it's like, yeah, because... You're wanting him to make a choice on his own to get you something. And at the end of the day, he would. But because you told him you don't want anything, he's listening to your words instead of doing those actions of what he wants to do. So, like, like if I were to tell you I don't want to celebrate Valentine's Day, you would say, okay, let's not celebrate Valentine's Day. But if I never told you how I felt, yeah. you would probably do something for Valentine's Day. Because you'd be like, oh, she probably wants flowers or chocolates or yeah. something. But me telling you I don't want to celebrate it makes you not want to go out and Submit do those things because you want to listen to what I say because that's what I want for that day, right? Yeah. So you're like, oh, if, if that's what she wants, I want to do what she wants. And so it doesn't, yeah. yeah. So that's the whole problem with that whole entire thing. And the fact that he's reaching out to this girl, you already know, like, the, if he's making dinner reservations on Valentine's Day... You already know that, and oh, oh, if I get feelings for this, what? If yeah, I get feelings was, uh, for this that girl, was, uh, what the heck that is was that? That was the sentence that like, messed me up. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. If this comes if this up, happens. we'll deal with it. That's not how that works. I feel. I, I kind of feel like it already, already came open. up. Yeah. yeah, because like that, there's no way that that didn't already come up if he had to say something like that. So, um, 
Yeah, that's stupid. I'm glad she came to her senses and she was like, yeah, I deserve better. But she could have also communicated with him to not feel so hurt and to say, hey, I want something done for Valentine's Day. Don't don't make it big. Yeah, just, just do something, something small, small and leave it up to him to make the choice and the meaning will still be there. It's just the whole get me flowers. I understand that concept of women saying like, well, I don't want to tell him to do it for me because then he's not wanting to do it on his own choices. And that's not true. I think a majority of the time, it's us telling him not to do it, then him not doing it because he wants to listen to what we say, not because he doesn't actually want to do it. Yeah, I agree with that. Guys uh, have, I always say it, we have two brain cells. One <laughs> that helps us breathe and the other one that helps us walk. <laughs> like, it's, it's uh, we have to be told, like, what to do and when to do it. Because if we're missing, if you only tell us the when, we won't know what to do. And if you tell us the what, we won't know when to do it. So in this situation, yeah, that's pretty spot on. Uh, obviously, there's the, everyone's different, but I feel like it's a common trend for guys to be that way. Where if, uh, if you were to tell me, hey, I don't want to do anything for Valentine's Day, but you don't tell me, you don't specify, I don't want to do anything big. Or, you know, I don't want chocolates, I want flowers. I'm just not going to do it, you know? Because I'm like, oh, she said, nah, she doesn't want to, right? So, so You take it for face value. Exactly. You don't read between the lines and look into what would actually make them happy. Yep. You just think what they say is what's going to make them happy or else why would they say yeah. it? Which makes sense if you're looking at it face value, but women think 10 steps ahead and think 10 steps into your soul. Like, we think... This will make him happy because he said this 10 years ago. But, like, yeah. guys well, don't think guys like that. think that way, but that's if you specifically mention it. Yeah. Like, say that you, we were at a store and you look at a necklace and you were to say, oh, I really want that necklace, right? You specifically said, I really want that necklace, but let's say that maybe we can't afford it right now, right? It'll stay in our minds for 10 years and then the day that we can afford it, we're like, oh, she really loved this, like, I finally afforded it, blah, blah, blah. But it, it's a stated, like, it's still fact. a fact, you know, it's, <laughs> it's a face value statement. It's not something deeper. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's something that you should kind of be aware of. It's something that anyone should be aware of is don't expect your significant other to read, to your, read your mind. mind. Because it, we're not mind readers. And if you are, you should... And that goes both ways. Make some money off of it and like become a psychic or something. Yeah. But yeah. That's like the biggest thing that causes arguments. Is, yeah. You can't read your mind. Is communication. You're expecting someone to read your mind, read your, read your thoughts, read your heart. And sure, that's nice at the end of the day to have a partner think 10 steps ahead for you. But at the end of the day, they're never going to know what those 10 steps are unless you tell them what that is first. Or you know someone for that long amount of time. You've observed them for that long yeah. amount of time. You know those steps. And even then, we've known each other for such a long time. Yeah. And I've told you sometimes, I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I can't yeah. read your mind. I, Things change. Yeah. <laughs> People change. And yeah. so, like, those wants, those needs changed constantly. And so, it's a matter of communicating that with your partner. And then, let's say you communicate that with your partner and then they don't do it. That's the difference. That's story. the problem. Yeah. Because then they're purposely not putting in the effort after you have voiced your concerns clearly of what you want, and then they choose not to do it. Yeah, exactly. And that's not dropping hints, ladies, okay? That's not saying, oh, okay, um, 
you know, it'd be nice if we had something to do on Valentine's Day. Like, that's like, okay, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, guys like, suck at Do you want to go to dinner? Do you <laughs> want to do an activity? you want to see a movie? We you want to be at home and, and have a candlelit dinner? Like, what does that yeah. mean to you? Because it could mean something totally different to him than it could for me. It also avoids disappointment because yeah. if... if yeah, exactly. Like, it can be something completely different. If I thought, oh, just a nice dinner at Olive Garden should be good, but you were thinking, oh, I want a picnic with candles and stuff, and I take you to Olive Garden, you're going to be like, well, thanks for the unlimited salad. Like, <laughs> what the hell? And breadsticks. And breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just not going to work out. Yeah. You know, you have to be specific. You have to communicate. Um, there's that one... What is his name? Dr. Mike that says chest compression, chest compression, chest compression. <laughs> communication, communication, communication. Yeah. That's literally rule number one of relationships. If you don't talk about it, the other person's not going to know. Yeah. So, you know, don't get stuck at Olive Garden with mm-hmm. the unlimited breadsticks. Yeah. Get your and all, Olive Garden could be great, too. It's just the person that you're Well, with. yeah. I love Italian food, whether yeah. it be from Olive Garden or the, I don't know, fancy Italian restaurant. <laughs> I think you're just hungry thinking about Olive Garden right now. So I'd be happy with a Valentine's Day dinner at what's what's that restaurant that we went America. Are you trying to tell me something? You... Yeah, right. Just so you know, Valentine's Italian food sounds really good. <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah, just communicate and yeah, good job on you for for noticing yeah. that because that that line when I read it the. If, if I get feelings for her, we'll figure it out, bro. You already have feelings for her. Be honest with yourself. You like, should not be saying what yeah. if. That shouldn't be a part of mm-hmm. your mental process. I think one thing that I will say, just talking about in our previous talk, topic where we, where we talked about that, is there was something that was missing that he felt he was getting from this other person. Mm-hmm. It might be the fact that they have more things in common, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, she even points it out. Or the fact that she wanted to celebrate Valentine's Day. Or that, Maybe too. that's something like, he wanted. Yeah, maybe that's something he likes. And he likes. thought you didn't. Yeah. Maybe you guys don't go out enough and he likes going out. Because yeah. men won't admit it most of the time, but sometimes it's nice to just do something, you know? Yeah. Like, it's nice to spend time together with the person that you love or like if you're not yeah. there. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there was something missing there. And... What I was going to say is comes with the communication of kind of seeing where you're at, what what they like, what their love language might be. It seems like he had some interest. Maybe get involved with those interests, you know, yeah. even a little bit. Like Even if you don't love them, yeah. still make effort to be a part of them. Exactly. Like even if you don't like comic book heroes, play a comic book movie once in a while. And A.K.A. Then... Example, The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. I'm not a fan of video hey, games. But the show's good. And he is. And you were like, oh, you want to watch it with me? I want to watch it with you. And I'm watching with him. And I like it. It's yeah, good. That's good. Yeah. But it's not something I would go to watch on my own. That's true. It's not something that I would be like, I want to watch the next episode. But I'm interested in it because you're interested in it. And it's time that we spend together and it, you ask me to do it. And that's just a part of what you do in a relationship. You give and you take. Yeah. And it's what makes the other person happy. And it makes both of you happy at the end of the day. So, yeah. That's it. Look at them. They're so sleepy. I know. Poor okay. dogs. All right. 
Next. <laughs> I was about <laughs> to say that. So it's relationship advice subreddit, right? That's yeah. how I'd say it. Okay. Um, by you slash Stroopcat. Okay. So it says, I, 30-year-old female, told partner, 40-year-old male, to get a job. Ongoing issue with lazy, artsy partner. Um, I told him to get a job as I will no longer be financially supporting him in his dream of making it big as an artist one day. I've been doing so for going on five years now. That's a long time. time. He predictably got very mad and called me abusive. I know I'm not abusive for expecting more from him and that I'm not abusive for using harsh language to finally get through to him because otherwise he'll turn it around on me and we'll get nowhere. I'm growing a spine one vertebrae at a time. Please send support whilst I try to hold my ground on this one. So, um, that's great. Uh, cheers to her. Poetry yeah, <laughs> that was like... You're already doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is standing up for yourself. Yeah. Uh, you set a boundary, and he's crossing it. Um, and regardless of how he's feeling, you spoke your truth of how you feel in the relationship. And if he is unable to meet those needs, then you guys have to consider not being together anymore. Yeah. Um, him calling you abusive obviously isn't like... The right verbiage, but also if you're using harsh language at that point, you've used other language and it's gotten to be harsh language. Yeah, you should just leave. I I doubt it. Like, why are you why are you keeping on with this? If you've now come to the realization that you shouldn't be financially supporting him, you expect more out of a relationship. You have these different needs that he's not meeting. Why are you saying like? Why are you sticking around to now becoming a, a person who is yelling at your partner? Like, I would rather leave before becoming that type of person because I know what I want and that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to go get what I want instead of sticking around in a place where I now become less of myself in order to survive in a relationship. Yeah. And it, it is a tough situation. It is a tough realization to come to, but... Yeah, like I agree with you. You, it. I bet it didn't start with the strong language. It built up to that, and I feel like sometimes you have people that are in your life or that you end up dating that are not self-aware. They think that they're right, and they think that that what they're doing is okay, and sometimes they don't think that way but they try to get away with it for as long as they can because of their personality and yeah five years is a long time i'm sure this has been going on for most of that time well and that's a good thing to say as well because like i understand that like not everyone can have a job with whatever circumstances you have or the dreams that you do have you want to try to accomplish He's a 40-year-old man. I was gonna, that's why that was going to be my 40, next point. Is Okay. So at this point, if you were going to make it big, you would have already. Unless it's a dream that he's just now discovering as or, a 40-year-old man. Yeah. Which also, she gave five years of her life to him mm-hmm. to make it big. And that's a long time. So like the boundaries of that, he can have that dream if he's put all of this energy in in five years. 
and it still hasn't made anything of it. Like, it's been a waste of time almost. Him getting a job to help financially support them isn't um, asking for much. No. It's asking for equal support. And and she's not saying give up on your dream. She's saying, I just need financial, financial support. Financial support, yeah. Like, work yeah. and keep pursuing it yeah. if that's what you want. But don't leave it all on me Yeah. to, to survive, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think... That, that's what I was going to bring up is is um, if, if it's like something that he's been working on for a long time and he's 40, that is a big clue that he's not very self-aware of himself, yeah. which should have been a red, red flag, flag at the beginning of the relationship. And that's one thing that's important to do. And I think we did that well just out of previous experiences. Is oh earthquake again? <laughs> Whoa! Uh, what was that? <laughs> we, oh, Nala wanted to join us. Um, <laughs> uh, she's so cute on camera. If you only knew her. I don't know her. if this is cute or not. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted by a little devil here. Is um, you you kind of have to like something that we did really well is we were aware of the stage of a relationship that we were in. Like I remember us um, having conversations about like, hey, do you still feel like you're in the honeymoon stage? Yeah. Because that does exist. There is a a time and place in your relationship where you just don't see certain things or you do but you just don't care about them because everything else just feels so good you know like the the relationship is at its best point so to speak and it's it's very good for you to be aware that that is a thing so that you don't get stuck in a trap where you ignore all these massive red flags and sometimes you see this a lot in these in these relationships but there was red flags from the beginning and they were all ignored because it felt good at the time. You know, you really liked that person. You weren't it, alone anymore. Yeah, you weren't alone anymore. Whatever the reason was. And once that, once those love goggles were left, lifted, yeah. all of a sudden you you finally see everything you you ignored. And at that point, like five years, that means she was twenty five when they started dating. You wasted. The other half of your 20s on this person because you might have ignored a red flag. Because that's a really big red flag. At that point, he was 35. Say he'd been working on this artsy thing, whatever it is, uh, since he was, let's say, 25, the age that you were when you started dating. That's 10 years that he already had, had to and try to make it big. didn't make it big. Yeah. And then, like... Five years later, now you're going on 15 years that you try to make it big. That's something that that shouldn't have been ignored. And you could have, if you, if some, I feel like in these cases, if the, if you're more self-aware of the fact that you might be ignoring stuff because of your love goggles, you might have caught this on. Maybe not like your one or your yeah, two. Yeah, maybe not right away, but by the couple months or a year, you would have been like, hey, you know what? 
dude, you're how old and you're still trying to do this? Yeah. Like, you either got to stop it or, or, you know, or not and communicate that. Because we don't know the full story, right? But what if maybe he slowly started to become more financially dependent on her, you know? That's something that should have been corrected when it started. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I noticed that you started taking less hours at your job because you started trying to, I don't know, paint this or mm-hmm. whatever the artsy thing is, right? Uh, that's not going to work because we have bills to pay, you know? You can paint on the weekends, you know, I'll give you all the time you want, but, like, we need to take care of this, of the bills first, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that. that's something. And... and yeah that it's just kind of a it's a tough pill to swallow something hard to realize that but she's keeping her ground she's she is but she made the right choice she's she did it just took her a while to get there but that's okay sometimes it does but at least she got there yeah that is true she 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 got there and but if you're in this kind of situation right now yeah that's something you should look at yeah be be self-aware of your situation yeah don't let your care or your love for this person blind you blind from, you from the reality it. and to be honest like if, if if we're honest most of the times and this goes with anything because i feel like it's just human nature we know something's wrong and we choose consciously to choose to ignore it like i like it just happens with anything like i have like I lost my train of thought there a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> my my two uh, brain cells were conflicting with each other. <laughs> For an example, you could say something like um, the warranty. When you go to buy something and it's like you've broken your camera three times. Oh, yeah. And then it's asking you if you want to buy a warranty and you're like, do I need to get a warranty? Should I get a warranty? Well, I've broken it three times before, but I won't break it this time because I'm going to be more careful this time. Yeah. But look at the big red flag. You broke it three times the by the warranty. Yeah. Like look it's, at the pattern. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, good, that's a good one. I was going to say, like, like me with... I have a, I have a uh, uh, soft spot, sweet spot, uh, salty spot. For what? For ramen. For ramen. And I know it's not good for me, but I consciously make the decision to eat it more than I should. Because you, know? you like it. Because I like it. But being self-aware, I have knocked that down to less. Quite a bit. Yeah. So that's kind of what you got to do. Because I consciously make the decision to ignore... The health risk. The health risk <laughs> of it. You know? Yeah. So I, I'm like, hey... I really like it, so screw it. But it's kind of the same thing here. You have to be self-aware, have a little bit more control over your feelings and say, hey, you know what? I could have it once a week, mm-hmm. you know, or once every two, whatever it is. But in this case, being more self-aware would have probably led to a, led to the same outcome, Yeah. but much sooner. All right. Either way, good on you. Next! Next. <laughs> You freaked her out. She even grabbed her yeah. Stop it. Don't freak me out. So if you guys don't know, Nala was human in her previous life. Because yep. she... I'm guessing this is normal for most dogs, but maybe because Rico is such like a gentle giant, we don't hear it as much from him. 
but she has human infliction when she groans. Like, you'll move her when she's asleep and she'll go, Don't touch me. Or, Yeah. Like, yeah, she's just doing it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Next for real. Okay, so the next one is another would you rather, like we normally finish things off. Uh, So uh, this was posted by you slash satisfaction videos. Interesting, man. Uh, (laughs) Kind of want to click on it to see if it's true. Um, Would you rather have 10 kids or no kids at all? (laughs) So as we were picking this, I immediately said my answer, which I think was probably the Hispanic in me. (laughs) I said I would rather have 10 kids. (laughs) And I said, let's talk about it. (laughs) So I feel like 10 kids is a lot financially and considering the fact that they'd be leaving my body 10 times. That's right. I didn't know anything about that. um, That would be a big thing for me. So, um, I would be okay with being the fun aunt my entire life and having kids around me, like, and babysitting and having siblings and doing that and being a part of the family that way, um, instead of having 10 children. You've never seen Cheaper by the Dozen? Yeah. That looked like fun. Yeah. When you bring in the big bucks and we can afford that, then it'll be a different discussion. But the fact that I'd have to pop out 10 kids my in my body, that's a lot. That and the fact that we couldn't afford <laughs> it. Kids are great, but it would not be ideal. Yeah. So, like, considering it'd be my entire life, I could be the fun aunt. But, of course, like, with that not being... That's why it's a would you rather. It's one or yeah, the other. It's either 10 other. kids or no or kids. no kids. I would pick no kids. Yeah. You'd pick 10 kids. I think so, yeah. Because coming from a Hispanic family... I'm used to having a bunch of people around. Didn't really think about the, the my going body. through labor ten yeah. times. But, I mean, my grandma did it. You I'd know, have to start having kids it, at the age of, like, 18. Probably, yeah. Well, yeah. Although, you know, they say 40 is the new 30, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah, so I didn't really think about that. Yeah. But I was like, oh, take kids would be cool, you know, as long as you can afford it. Like, like, that's those are the dad problem. expectations. Right? I'm a good dad when I'm just there and and I'm playing with the kids, and the mom is like doing everything yeah. else. And I'm thinking of the everything else part. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did not of 10 kids, and I'm like, the first thing that came I'll be to, the fun on. Yeah, the first thing that came to mind was like, I well, it was like cheaper by the dozen, but I was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. Like, that imagine sounds great. Filling up a couch of people, like, that sounds great, but yeah, I didn't really think of the realistic yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, but no kids at all, though? I'd be fun. That would suck. It would. It would suck. I yeah. agree with you. I do want At kids. least for us. I know some people are happy yeah. with that. That's yeah, an exactly. easy choice, but... Like, having oh, your man. own family has always like been ideal for us, has been in the cards for us. Yeah. But it's would you rather. It's supposed to be... That's true. It's one supposed or the to be other. one or the other, and I would choose... Maybe no kids would be technically better. Ha! Loophole. Adopt. <laughs> well, that's still having kids. We didn't have them. We chose them. <laughs> it's the same thing, in my opinion. <laughs> no, you don't choose your kid. It comes out. You choose to have. You choose to most... have it, but yeah. it comes out like, no, no, not not no. a good, not a good nope. loophole. Nope. Damn. Yeah, our adopted kid is still your kid. That no, that that's true, but 
Yeah, but in this, would you rather? I think that's what they mean. It's any kind of kids. So it's like the 10 kids or no kids. Yeah. Yeah. And even then, if we adopted 10 kids and I didn't have them through my body, (laughs) it's the affordable. I mean, what if we could afford them? Then, yeah, I would do the 10 kids. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's circumstantial. It's what we're able to do. I, I would rather do that than raise 10 children and not be able to afford it and then they don't have a good childhood. Yeah. You know? That's true. I, I was want gonna, them to be raised in the best possible environment. I was going to ask Nala what she would rather do, but she doesn't get a choice. Like, what? how many kids, um, how many kids, how many puppies do, do dogs normally have? It's, on, it's different for each, like, breed. Breed? Oh, yeah. But it's, like, more than one for sure, right? No, some breeds is only really? one or two, yeah. Like, what, a chihuahua, maybe? I have no it's idea. Probably, like, imagine that. I feel like for her size, she could probably do, like, three or four pups. Three or four pups. I remember, like, a long time ago that they used to say it's how many nipples they have. But I don't think that's true. I don't even know where I heard that. <laughs> because it's... it's I mean, it They kinda... all have the same amount of nipples, don't they? I don't know. Don't I'm all dogs have the same amount of nipples? Like, it's six or... I probably, eight, I would think so. Two, which we count them. I, I wonder if they two, do. Two, you see them? Two, she has six, four, I six. think. I think she has six. Not like I'm showing. <laughs> We're going to get this taken off YouTube for hey, talking no, about dog It's nipples. an education channel now. No, no eight. Two, eight. four, six, eight. Because that... No, she has ten. There's some right See, here. See, and I think, like... Like, I know the Yorkies Three, have, ten, like, six. Six. Eight, never mind. Eight. So I think it's the amount of nipples they have. We have to look really? that up now. Yeah interesting yeah that's that's weird though i mean it makes sense though because you like the like it's not like it's in what, a, how they feed their babies exactly it's not like a human where usually it's one at a time but people. women can have up to eight freaking kids and we only have two nipples that <laughs> so that's true. i don't know where that came from but yeah that's true here leave it in the comment section yeah, if you right. know the answer if you know the answer how many people how many, people, how, many puppies how many puppies can dogs have? Is, <laughs> is it, it based off is the Is it nipples? per nipple? <laughs> <laughs> or is it not? Well, that's a good note to end on. Yeah. Rico, come here. I want them to see you because you never show your face. Come here, pupper. This is the gentle giant. I don't know if you could see him. Nah, he's not going to turn and face the camera. Rico. Up, up. No. Look that way. Come here. Rico, come here. There he is. There he is. This is the gentle giant. Hi, Bubbles. This is the pupper. He likes the ear scratches. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So on that note, we'll end it there for this episode. Um, uh, As always, you can um, follow us. Uh, You'll see it there at the bottom, but we're um, on YouTube. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok just if you want to see shorter form stuff on there. If you liked it, um, give us some sugar, leave a like, and don't forget to stay salty.